0: Hi, I'm Marilyn Dennis, and this is Marilyn Dennis as a Podcast. Today, I get to talk to iconic model, actor, writer, and filmmaker Isabella Rossellini from her hotel room in Calgary, Alberta. Hotel room in Calgary, Alberta. Well, let me tell you all about that. She was in Calgary just for one day to see the Telespark digital immersive installation called Every Second. She narrates it, but hadn't had a chance to see due to the border restrictions. So, Having pursued her master's degree in animal behavior, I don't know if you knew that, we chat about her fascinating journey from being a successful model and actress to pursuing her passion for science and conservation later on in life, moving from New York City to the country to run an 18-acre organic farm, and the joys of being a Nona. I get that. Here's the lovely Isabella Rossellini.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I met
0: you years ago, I believe, just down the street from the station in Toronto, and they—I uh, I can't remember what the situation was. I think it was probably at the Hudson Bay Company, and I walked in. They said she'll she'll talk to you right now, and I said okay. And we sat down, and you said to me, "Will you have a cup of tea?" And we sat and had a cup of tea and a great conversation, and I felt <laughs> so comfortable with you. There's an ease about you that I have not experienced with many other people, so I not appreciate really. that.
1: I like to hear that. Thank you. <laughs> so you're not in New York right now, Isabella. You're in Calgary, no. Alberta. Yes, I am. I am in Calgary. I arrived uh, yesterday after a long trip from New York. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because I'm I did an inst- I worked in an installation at the Spark Science Center. Um because I'm an entertainer and I also have this uh, uh degree on science on ethology, which is animal behavior. I was contacted to install, with the help of other people, something to do uh, about art and entertainment, and so um, so I'm here to see it because uh, when I was commissioned to do it, it was uh, about six months ago, and the border were closed, uh, but yes. they just reopened, and so now I can come and and see uh, what I've done with others.
0: <laughs> and and mm. did you you've been there already since you've arrived yesterday? Was that the first place you went? no I no, no no because
1: I arrived last night okay so I'm all going right. to go now right after this interview to see it and then I'm there tonight to have an interview on stage about my career and how is it to be a model and an actress and a scientist and mix mix all these things up <laughs> so that's why I'm gonna warm up I'm gonna warm you
0: up for tonight. You know, you're, yes, you're, 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 that you're going to be ready for tonight's presentation. This is a digital immersive experience called Every Second, which you narrate. You're going to talk about this in just a minute. I want to talk about that. But uh, there's so many other things I want to say to you. Uh, first of all, welcome to a beautiful, friendly city called Calgary, Alberta. I lived there for five and a half years, and there are great people
1: out there. Really great. They are. And it's very beautiful. I was here many years ago. I did a film, Monty Walsh. Uh, ah. uh, and yes, and I remember how beautiful it is, uh, the nature, uh, not so, not only the town, but, I'm, you know, the town, I'm from Rome, so difficult to beat that. <laughs> no comparison. There's no comparison, Isabella. But the nature, <laughs> the, nature the wilderness, uh, that's very enviable. And I... Yeah. I Uh, somebody had a day off and a wonderful lady that was in the crew, I forgot her name, she drove a truck. She (laughs) said, you want to come with me? I'll take you, Uh, and she drove me for a couple of hours and we went to a place where they were excavating dinosaurs. Uh, And it was extraordinary. You know, you would see uh, sides of, you could see the layers Mm -hmm. of the bones and and the dates of this history with this, uh, animal, they're uh, dead, one on top of the others. Right. Uh, it was one of the most moving experiences I've ever had. And I, you know, if there was no COVID, I would have come here with my grandchildren to show them because they're two boys and they're crazy about dinosaurs, but yes. they're not vaccinated yet, so they can't travel. But soon we'll come back.
0: You know what? Yeah, that's a destination. I've got two and a half year old granddaughters. So I'm with you on that. I don't know what it is about kids and dinosaurs, but they just, what I don't know, but you went to Drumheller, Alberta is where you went. That's where you went.
1: Yes, this is where I went, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's so I'm, flat also. I saw something very beautiful as we were driving back to Calgary. Yes. It is so flat, the nature, that in one side, when uh, it was completely dark east, and when I looked west, there was still light. And you can't... I never experienced seeing both horizons, you know, right, because right, I am right. from Europe and or the United States where everything is so built uh, right. that right. there is always an obstacle. You don't have this... <laughs> Horizon.
0: It is so right. vast. It's a cat. It's my my dad was born in Drumheller, and we we go there every time we could when we would visit Alberta. And what it is, it's nothing like the prairies. It's a really interesting landscape, and there's something. So if you've never experienced it, we highly recommend it. Hey, I want to say congratulations. You're a nonna for the second time. Talking about two boys. What's it like being a nonna?
1: It's great to be a nonna, you know, uh, it's great, like everybody says, you know, when you have a child, when you're a mama, sometimes you get very tired, but you don't get tired when you are a nonna, because as soon as you get tired, you say, I go home and I leave it it to my daughter. It's it's also great because uh, you, uh, you know, I cannot wait to see certain films uh, uh, that I enjoyed watching over and over again with my children, you know, uh, Pinocchio, uh, the, although they see a lot of new animation that there is so much new, right. and now right. with the computer, there is so much animation, still the old films are great. And my grandson, the oldest one is about to be four, and Aww. I'm waiting for him to show him Charlie Chaplin. I think if you start showing them early on oh. black and white film, they wouldn't discriminate against black and white and silent movies oh. because uh, they were great artists that I don't want him to miss.
0: You know, I'm going to write that down as something I'm going to do with Everly. That's a great idea. I never that, because it's all physical humor and it's really smart humor.
1: Yeah. And also, a lot of Charlie Chaplin films are quite short. And since the little ones have a short uh, attention span, <laughs> they can sustain short films. And then eventually, you saw them Gold Rush or The Circus or right. City Life. That's so
0: right. That's so right. Now, did you ever, I know, you're, the, you're the daughter of legendary movie star Ingrid Bergman who I love and just I just admire everything that she did. Her work is so
1: amazing. Did you meet Charlie Chaplin through her? Did you meet a lot of stars? No, I didn't meet many stars because my mom, liked Charlie Chaplin was exiled from this country. Actually, Mm -hmm. she became persona non grata. My mother was married. My mother is Ingrid Bergman and she did films like uh, Casablanca or Notorious. She worked several times with Cary Grant and Alfred Hitchcock. And she enjoyed an enormous career in the nine years that she was in America. But then she fell in love with my father before she could get a divorce from her husband and got Mm -hmm. pregnant. And she kept Mm -hmm. my brother, my son, my brother, my her son, um, also named Roberto, and mm-hmm. that was a very big scandal. And since Mama was not an American citizen but a Swedish citizen, she was uh, she became persona non grata. The American Senate took a stand against her, saying, mm. uh, "From the ashes of Ingrid Bergman, a new, pure, moral Hollywood will resurrect." Aww. And Chaplin suffered the same. You know, Chaplin too, at a certain point of his career, he was uh, um, the visa was not renewed, and he had to go ah. and live. In Europe. So I did not grow up in Hollywood. I came for the first time in Hollywood when I was 25 years old. I still have an accent in English because I learned (laughs) English so late in my life uh, because the language we spoke home were French and Italian. Sure, sure.
0: You know, it's also, it's interesting with your mother and Charlie Chaplin. I forgot about the Charlie Chaplin situation. It's cancel culture way back when, way back when. Well,
1: you know, it's still happening. I think, you know, there's always a a streak of, uh, um, you know, maybe anti-foreigner. It's hard to read, but it's sort of... Uh, yeah. Uh, you can be caught in this uh, wind of um, black and white, good and bad, and mm-hmm. forgetting all the greys. And I think yeah. that's maybe what is called puritanical. I mean, I've wondered Mm -hmm. in my life, because often I hear that American is a puritanical society, and I wonder if that means that it's a very clear cut between right Mm -hmm. and wrong. And of course, my Mm -hmm. mom was wrong at uh, uh, getting pregnant before she could get a divorce, but it does happen.
0: When you went to Hollywood at 25 and uh, did you take any wisdom from your mom about, you know, acting or anything like that? Did she give you a lot of information yeah,
1: So I went to, to? Hollywood, yes. Yeah. No, I, didn't, I did go to Hollywood just to, was the first time I went to California when I was ah, 25. Okay. I wasn't an actress. I became an actress quite late in my 30s. Because my mother was such a famous actress, I was intimidated at being an actress. <laughs> I became a model i yes. sorry, get a little bit of water. I no became problem. a model and that helped me become an actress in the sense I was working with a famous photographer called Richard Avedon. Yes. And Richard Avedon said to me, you know, a model, after all, um, it's a way of being an actress. You are a silent movie star. There is no dialogue, no scenes, uh, but you still have to emote in front of the camera. What I'm photographing is not the perfect nose, the perfect eyes, that always changes. You know, You know, one, one year we like um, this person or that person. What I photographed is the emotion. Um, and I thought about that. And it was true that when you pose as a model, you, um, you have emotions, you think of something mm-hmm. that will transparent, you know, will come across your face. Mm-hmm. And I know that that is what they photographed. And so since I was such a famous, successful model and I liked it so much, it was Avedon's words that gave me the courage to try to become an actress because I was asked to become an actress, but I always said no because my mom was Ingrid Bergman and I was afraid mm. of the comparison and you know, it was better for me to carve my own, um, path. And I did carve my own path you with modeling did. until I realized that modeling is kind of a cousin of acting.
0: So, you know, there you are modeling and you go into acting, uh, you know, all risk taking. That's what I think. I Any, anybody who goes into the, either business. Uh, and, then, and then something later on in life happened. And that is 2019, you got your master's in animal behavior and conservation. I need to know what drew you to science I find this very interesting.
1: Well, when I hit about 45, 50 years old, like a lot of other actresses, I worked less. I was offered not too many films. Modeling practically stopped completely. And uh, I know that a lot of friends of mine, uh, colleagues of mine, get depressed. And I got a little sad too. But I thought, you know, I was always curious since I was a child about animal behavior. And in fact, when I had, when I was you know 1617 i thought that i would want to, to pursue academic uh, you know my my college and mm-hmm. study animal behavior but at the time it wasn't available there was bio- biology there was zoology mm-hmm. But animal behavior, per se, was not allowed, was not, and that was was I was interested. Yes. I tried to go to agricultural school, strangely enough, and now I have, uh, since eight years ago, I started a farm. So there was something that was always in my brain, but I just didn't know how to get to it. But at 50, I decided, you know, let me go back to school and... Uh, uh, Study and animal behavior was available uh, and so I studied I finished first my undergraduate and then my graduate degree and I even you know I met some people during the graduate First two years, because I, and a lot of people my age, there were a lot of women, one was an accountant and one was a lawyer that were interested in animals. You know, just as me, we started by just loving our pets, our dog, our cats. Um, and it stayed a hobby in their life. But when they retired, they took classes, the same classes I took, but they dropped after two years, because for a master, you have to do math and statistics. Ouch. Ah.
0: Ouch. But I was able to do it
1: exactly. I don't so like that. I ventured, I tried, <laughs> and I, thanks to a wonderful tutor um, that happens to be Italian and happened to be a big film <laughs> film buff, Alfredo, <laughs> Alfredo Spagna. So we uh, we bonded, and for two years I saw Alfredo every day, and he made me go through math and statistics. So I was able to finish my master.
0: Congratulations on that, because I would have left when the other two left too. That would have been. Too- much for me, so Almost. now it 's a lot it 's so much, and and you're you know uh, that 's so fascinating. The fact that you know you 're telling people too that you you know you switch careers so many people during this lockdown have decided to not only move but switch careers and 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 because they think you know what there 's a big pause right now, I want to do something different. What advice would you give to them on that
1: Well, I think they 're doing the right thing i mean that 's what happens you know, I think it also happens. Uh, um, I mean, for me, I can only talk for me. Sure. I think that um, when you are young, there is many other responsibilities. Yes, you want to study or do the job that is interesting to you, but there is a lot of financial pressure and you have to make money and raise your children and pay schools and uh, take yeah. care of the old one in the family. Yes. But yeah. after a certain age, uh, um, you have saved the money, hopefully. Uh, you have a little pension. Um, you paid the mortgage of your house is paid off or maybe you size down and all of a sudden a lot of new possibilities open up. And also the feeling of if I don't do now, what I always dreamed of, I'm, what, when am I going to do it? I'm going exactly. to exactly. you know? That's right. <laughs> and so you find the courage you may not have when you're young yeah. because the other social pressure are so strong. Yeah. And also you have to be responsible. Sure. Uh, and so i you know i think it's happening to a lot of people uh in in the middle age crisis you know they say well what do i really want and for example my farm yes uh, gentry she was a chef for 25 years and uh, she became very interested in the ingredients she knew that the cuisine was good according to the ingredients she used and so she became more and more interested in cultivating uh, becoming a farmer rather than a chef and she was about 42 or 43 when she left her restaurant that she owned with other wow. partners wow. she joined my farm and now she is a farmer and she cultivates the most wonderful vegetable you know because she is also a chef so she goes around and tastes everything and she knows exactly the moment uh, when the peas are perfect. I remember one day we were chit-chatting, walking in the field and she was tasting the peas and she said, ah, this is the moment to pick them up. And I said, Patty is five o'clock in the afternoon. Let's uh-huh. wait tomorrow morning when some volunteers can come and can help you. She said, no, because if they stay overnight, they will change the sugar content because the cold weather and the longer right. on the plant, it's now that they have reached that peak. So I called Patty the Picasso of vegetables, <laughs> because she's not a great farmer, but she's also a great chef. So right. she understands the exact moment where the vegetable has reached the peak of their taste. So it's an art form, isn't it?
0: It's an art form. And it's so, you know, with everything that you've just said, too, it's it's a passion. You have to have passion and
1: purpose yes a passion and purpose and and sometimes passion and purpose are in in, in places where there is no money right. so that's why you can only do it when you're when you a little older that's right <laughs> well, that's right parents support you right well listen
0: i want to wish you all the best it's so nice to see you again i hope you make it to toronto so i can talk to you in person but um mm-hmm. let's talk about you you lent your voice to this uh this film so
1: tell us about that before you go so I haven't seen it because of COVID, but I came yes. all the way one day in Calgary to see it. So I was contacted because I am an entertainer, but I also make my own films. Uh, so I was a, a model and an actress all my life. But then, yes. then as I grew older, I started to make my own films about science Mm-hmm. Uh, especially animals and their mm-hmm. comical film. And that led me also to do um, monologues in the theater. So I was contacted and I thought, well, what about birth? Why not create a room that is dark and you hear the heartbeat and uh, and you go toward the light and you start life and and what is your experience? And so this was the seed idea Developed into a trip into your life, so this is an immersive experience done with a technology that has been uh, recently developed. And it was done another show that I have not seen, also due to COVID, <laughs> but I was told it was pretty extraordinary and was very successful. And that was to walk in the Van Gogh painting. Yes. So, this is used the same technology, and uh, you walk in through life mm-hmm. and you see your life. As you started yeah. and as you grow older, and there is a lot of images ah. um, and music and it's in, it will wanted to give you the effect of immersing yourself yeah. into a glimpse of your life. Right, um, right. And uh, we worked with uh, um, Sebastian, uh, what is Sebastian, what is the last name, uh, 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 Soudville works with a a company called uh, Seven Seven Digits and they work with the Cirque du Soleil. So they were incredibly experienced Mm -hmm. in entertaining Mm -hmm. and uh, science could only, you know, science and entertainment have been so divided. This was Mm -hmm. really the attempt, Mm -hmm. one of the attempt to remarry them, to rework them together because science, if it is explained In words that we understand, right? (laughs) It's fascinating. It's mind-blowing.
0: It is. And I I take away from that, too. One of the words from over the last uh, 20, 21 months during this lockdown is when when entertainment and and science have been reintroduced to us, they want to uh, envelop us in it. The word immersive has come out Time and time again, which is so, which is one of my favorite words. Every second is on until January thirtieth. It is such an honor and a pleasure to speak with you. I could have another cup of tea with you and just spend the rest of the afternoon picking Me your too. brain. Me Thank
1: too. Thank you. I hope to do so soon.
0: I hope so. I hope so too. I'm going to say this, and it's not going to be good. Buon Natale.
1: Buon Natale. Perfect. Uh, Merry Christmas and Buon Anno. Buon anno. Happy New
0: Thank you, Isabella Rossellini. A pleasure. Have a wonderful time in beautiful Calgary. Thank you. Marilyn Dennis does a podcast. New episodes every week. You can download or subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.